at the Recycle Garage. I think I finally got it down there. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of misfits today. Yeah. Are you going to be able to put uh, the information forth correctly this time? No, no. I never. I think, we, I think we should have Bagel do it. No. So, hey, welcome uh, to our little podcast. We've got a big group this week as opposed to last week. Uh, this week we got Liza, that's me. we got Doug. Yep. Adrian. Hello. Megan. Hey. Bagel. Aloha. Lisa. Yes. Knock. Yes. Sally. Hello. Lucas. What's Gucci? <laughs> and Andrew. Evening. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Someone get him a bow tie. So this is... is very white over to do her. Mm. This is usually where we cover what we did today, but let's start with what we did yesterday. Who wants to start? Yes. Doodly, doodly, doodly. Thank you for the sound effect. Okay, don't everyone jump up to the mic at once. <laughs> Adrian should start. I, I okay. succeeded in draining the oil in the XS XL175. <laughs> yes. I epically crashed and bent a rim, and I don't know how. This what? is true. On yes. a borrowed Did you bike? notice a... nine minutes were missing from your watch? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about the probing that went on? missing time involved. Were your panties on backwards? <laughs> I wasn't wearing That would not be an uh, uh, indicator of anything. <laughs> That's, That's a normal day. Hello. <laughs> so we had a uh, another dirt bike adventure. Yeah. Yep. Woo! A yeah. dirty dirt bags, right? Yeah, here. dirt day. Dirt day. Yep. Are we not baggy enough? The, the, dirty dirt the birthday bags boy dirt. didn't even. Yeah, and the birthday boy decided to fuck off to Vegas. <laughs> so um, a big middle finger to that. Justin. Um, so Justin. another dirt dirt biking trip with a lot of uh, newbies mm -hmm. and mediums and a couple experienced kids. <laughs> medium. That would be me. A medium. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself experienced. Okay. Um, we went to Metcalf. Yes, was Metcalf is the only um, county park. It is actually not a state park. Um, it's the only county dirt um, bike park out there. Um, it's a small little. A lot of locals call it their gym because it's not a huge park, and you can do pretty much anything you need to do there. It's like a gym circuit. You just go through, and you build up your skills and your endurances for all the fun bits elsewhere. So if you're bagging on Metcalf, fuck you. <laughs> it is yeah. very, very easy to get yelled at there. Yes. Yes. It is. The Rangers are a little bit strict, mostly because they are county and not state, and they have to deal with San Jose County, who doesn't like them. There's a reason that their motto um, on Facebook and their everything else is a black sheep, because of the Santa Clara Parks Committee, they are kind of the black sheep. I was on a XR, a borrowed XR100, uh, borrowed from my friend's kid. Thanks, uh, Taylor we were and Max. We talked about that last week, were we? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it worked. It got me up the hill climb, <laughs> barely. I kind of had to pedal a bit going up. Now, one of the few people who made it up the hill climb. Yeah. <laughs> Four times. Ah. It was the downhill that I was a little more worried about. Just because there's a little hump and jump in the middle of it, it's not that big a thing. But I succeeded, and Douglas rode my XL175, which, again, sh should I say what I compare it to? Go for it. <laughs> I, I, I compare it to a fat girl at prom with <laughs> diarrhea. Oh, Will God. Willing Ouch. to put out for anyone, but ready to explode at any moment. My kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a wrong yeah. game. You have a gentleman yeah. right now. So I'm going to have to secede from this. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. So uh, we also had uh, XT125. Yep. Uh, no, 225. 225. Sorry. No problem. Um, we had a TTR 125 that Megan <laughs> managed to do some epic damage to somehow. Yeah, I still don't really know how. Yeah, to the point where the owner goes, you have to tell me the story. I want, I'll want. i give you a beer for it. Yeah, because apparently I managed to wreck his bike in a much more severe way than he ever has. Um, and he does not treat this. I don't even know if it was busted when you got on, or if you busted it. I don't, the I don't front 
wheel is egg shaped now. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Because um, you were on the TT track. I don't know. There's nothing to hit out there. I know. I really don't know what. Uh, and in just the going down. There is a couple of rocks there. If you go outside the track. Well, she could have hit it at any point during the day before that and not known because there's so many whoopsies and everything there. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I, I really don't know. Um, my ankle and my knee and my hip and my wrist and my elbow all hurt. It, but at least it wasn't my broken. You were running hurt. today. So yeah. it can't hurt that bad. I've been on a lot of ibuprofen. <laughs> and I've got lots of bruises. But I had fun. I got Good. so dirty that when I went to the bathroom, there were rocks in my underwear. <laughs> yes. Nice. That's when you know it's been a good day. They were bad. Rocks in my underwear. Yeah. 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 So I've never it was a good had day. That. That's awesome. It was. It was. <laughs> and we okay. had we had uh, Cindy's boyfriend. Yep. Matthew. Uh, Matt. Matthew, who turns out didn't actually know how to start his bike. His what was it again? Um, it's a YZ250. No. No. It's a WR. N- no. Yeah. Carl has the WR. It was a YZ. Yeah, it was a YZ. It was a YZ. Yeah. With the uh, kick- kickstart and the decompression lever. Mm-hmm. And just we had just gone to the first like meeting point, and he had to restart his bike, and he overheated trying to start his bike, and had to like get off the track and just take a break. So after we, I, I, I got on to help him start it. First kick, no problem. So I was like, well, let's just get back to the camp and review your starting process. <laughs> so I had to explain how the piston works and the cylinder, and it goes up, and then you just pull the decompression lever in and just kick it over just like an inch or so just to get it passed. Because it turns out he was pulling a decompression lever in and then pushing it down a whole nother stride. Oh, okay. And then starting. So basically he's pushing the piston down to the bottom. And he was having to get on picnic tables to get <laughs> enough leverage <laughs> to come down on it. Because he didn't have a kickstand, so he couldn't really stand on the bike to try yeah. and kick it. And he's a biggish guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's tall. And it was definitely a bless, bless his little heart moment. And it turns out his leg doesn't bend enough to get up high enough to get onto the top of the Kickstarter. But he, he ordered a kickstand, so yeah. he'll be able to stand on the pegs and yeah. be kicking in. Yep. And um, who and else? Carl came up from yep. Santa Barbara, so he was on his WR. And I think that rounded that up for everybody. Yeah. Um, Sally, how was your experience? I have... I fell more than ever before, and I just <laughs> put that towards, you know, trying. Why do you think you fell so much, Sally? Well, I, <laughs> I think I was trying some hard-ass shit. There was also the the issue with your tires. We, we realized that oh, you hadn't deflated yeah. your tires from okay. street crash. So I'm blushing a little bit. Um, yeah, I didn't deflate them at all. Yeah, that was a boneheaded move on my part. I forgot to ask you if you had deflated or not, um, or what pressure you're going to run. So yeah, you're running a 30 plus, I think. <laughs> so, Which is fine for the highway, oh. but... But it's a little bit on the slick side when you're in the dirt. Yeah, that kind of control but issues. If you whatever. master that, you can go anywhere. Yeah. I, I have a little more With sympathy tires. for you now on the, stalling on that hill climb in the middle of the hill. You would probably had like, what, a little inch patch of tire in the ground? Yeah. So, um, Liza, I know you tried out a few different bikes yesterday, because, I mean, beforehand you'd always been on the 175. So yeah. you, you tried out uh, the WR, I think, and you were on the XR. And I think you may have tried out one more, but what you was know, your experience? I, I did the, the XR100, and then I took the XL175 around the TT track just to see the difference. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was actually the XL is just so comfortable. It is it's got the nice squishy seat. It doesn't ride you in the bunghole. <laughs> um, but then I took. Did I take Carl's bike? Yeah, I think you took the. Um, was it electric start? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, you took Carl. And went up on the track, and I liked it because I didn't have to stand up for the whoopsies. I just let the bike go down below me. Mm-hmm. I stayed there and just let the bike go down. <laughs> um, it was nice though. I do kind of want a bigger bike. Taller, at least. Well, you were looking at a what, eighty-three? Oh yeah, Adrian. I found an XR five hundred. XR three hundred and fifty. Oh, three hundred and fifty. I really like the XR three hundred and fifty. Okay. Uh, what year was it? Eighty something something. Okay. <laughs> I I, <laughs> I don't. It was need, like kind of a Franken bike a though. Bike. No, but you do need a new like modern suspension. I just need a tall bike. So that I don't have to stand up. Because <laughs> actually, I've got a tall bike for you. I've got an XR650R for sale. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, so I didn't stand up because last time my legs hurt so much, it was hard to walk for a week. So this time I sat, now my butt hurts, but walking is okay. <laughs> butt hurt. But it was um, a good trip overall. Oh, Anyone yeah. else want to add something about yesterday? Tax. Uh, Tax. It was really fun going on the novice track and passing all the little kids with training wheels. <laughs> we <laughs> took a wrong turn and ended up there by accident. <laughs> then we're in there and I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's just go up on the hill real quick were and get out of there. Oh, you feel like all a the, big man all now, the, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you feel bad? All the dads and moms like staring at you. What are you doing here? Oh. big <laughs> I was like, yeah, I feel like Lucas now is passing all these people. I was a sick dirt bike rider. Yeah, man, you just jelly, dude. So, hey, let's talk about what we did today. We had a bunch of stuff going on. Oh, I have to. Um, we, we actually went to Krispy Kreme yesterday. I did not. I did not leave the donuts on top of the truck. I, I see the box in the garbage. And you they were the so sweet. You should have been around yesterday. Delicious. Thank you for not. Nom, nom, oh, you're welcome. Yeah. I tried spraying them heating on up the trailer a, behind us. Yeah. <laughs> I tried heating up a Krispy Kreme donut once to get the fresh from the bakery feel. And yeah, it right. Just melted. <laughs> How long did you put that shit in there? Well, like a minute. I think. Oh, no, put it in. I put it in like eight seconds, dude. Uh, well, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm, you not, totally a, fucked I'm not a donut reheating expert. I'm it sorry. It says on the box to put it in there for fucking eight motherfucking seconds. I can't read. I can't read. I'm illiterate. Anyways. <laughs> okay, back to today. Um, did you hit it, the Vintage Triumph thing yesterday or not? Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. we went to Ravers. Yeah, yeah. Sally, what, so, this is your first time there to Ravers, uh, the Triumph shop over in San Jose. Why don't you give your report? Well, I found it to be really interesting. They had tons and tons of materials that were uh, of the time periods. They were super old boxes falling apart. Everything looked like it was organized really well. The guys at the front looked ancient, but they weren't crotchety. That should be their their theme there. They look crotchety, but they're really nice. <laughs> I actually have a story with Ravers and the fact that I grew up in Ohio and I never had any access to any good parts for my tri my triumphs. And then I got there. I got rid of my last triumph and I came out here at the place I used to order from. Oh, okay. And it was like. Oh, those beat up dilapidated boxes look like solid gold. They were so incredible. So, I'm well, they're probably new when you were ordering them. Uh, <laughs> uh, back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> My first motorcycle was in the 70s, I'll admit it. So. Um, okay. Yeah. Mm, so today we had a lot of people coming through. We had. Well, There's a lot of people here yeah. today. Um, Mark the summer right here. Yeah. Uh, your new boy came in. Mason came and in he, for a little bit. He brought his friend James, who I love when you get these new guys who just kind of show up to check it out, and within minutes they're wielding wrenches for me or doing something. Yeah, you're, you're, this is, I think these are your words. I'm disappointed. It's your little harem of boys. The these are your words. Uh, just kind of stand around and kind of just be just there, and then when someone asks you to do something, then you are useful. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that I haven't something seen like that. here at the garage, because I'm the guy who met him, and, and I told him about the garage, and I still haven't been able to run into him here. So he was only here today toy. for like an hour. Oh. You missed your boy toy? <laughs> <laughs> that guy needs new tires, dude. Make sure he gets new tires. Mm. And let's see, Zoe came by for a visit and did something on her CBR. Oh, how she is said Zoe? her gas tank was not opening. Something involving WD-40. Yeah. She uh, said her, her gas cap was probably opening. got water in the gas cap or something. Yeah. So. And then, well, I'll let you cover the Duncan episode. The I don't know if we have enough time. Duncan, yeah. Duncan. Duncan bought a, a, a Shadow 1100 uh, about six months ago uh, from a guy who seemed like, um, after looking at it for the first time today, it seemed like he just glued everything kind of back into place. Like With a bunch of Everything was parts, broken, right? mismatched parts. You could tell he painted the gas tank all crappy. So... Um, Oh, and the radiator was the wrong radiator, and if you looked at the bottom connector hoses, uh, it looked like a bunch of like epoxy glue or um, like rubber 
ceiling together. compound and patches yeah. of hoses connecting it all together, which it didn't leak actually. But um, according to Duncan, he wrote it a- away from the guy who bought it. Uh, over the hill in like San Jose or somewhere and and a few miles down the freeway it overheated and it spewed coolant all over the place so he got it to the closest shop the guy said this is the wrong radiator the wrong fan the wrong hoses everything they tried to recreate the problem after inspection and for filling up the fluids they could not recreate the problem so uh, months goes by and he finally gets the bike back down here we we give it a once over and i took the bike out it it didn't overheat no lights came on oil was fine um i don't know i think a lot of it is in his head but uh, a lot of it did need patching up the rear brake was not connected the the front headlight was all wobbly there was tons of missing bolts it was missing so many bolts i walked around the bike with blue masking tape putting tape over I found like eight or nine different spots. Nice. So he, because I knew he couldn't keep track. So I just put tape over here, 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 and here. It was just ridiculous. The front fender that's put on there is too small. So it doesn't line up with the mounting holes on the forks. So it's kind of just two of the holes were ovaled out and just half the screw is it's just barely i know and then doug was like oh listen to his bike and he started revving it and then the side cover just just floating off so it's like it's a dying franken bike it sounds like what he got i took the bike out and uh i only got into like second gear or something and i got the rpms up a little bit and started bogging i'm like what is going on here you know it's a big twin get back to the garage and realize it's the rev limiter I'm used to uh, bikes winding out, you know, to yeah. 11,000 RPM, not 5,500. Is- <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, why is it bogging? It's thirsty. Too much of a Let's see. And, oh, we, uh, Jake came and we started taking the XL175. I yelled at her first. Apart. Oh, she why? showed up with no gear on. Oh, right. And well, it, it's not that on. she just wasn't wearing any gear. It's she the gear that gear. we bought and gave to her gave specifically to her. so she could start riding. Yes. And she and showed up with I, I said, Jake, it doesn't matter what lane you're in, how fast you're going, how hot it is. If a car hits you, the pavement's gonna hurt. Yeah. And, and she it wasn't got so really much... like tail between her legs. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's, it's not... okay. Just don't do it again. It's yeah, because it's... we love you, Jake. Remember yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, but here's why I didn't yell her because at the moment she pulled up. I was on a bike with no gear or helmet whatsoever, <laughs> and tied to my bike was a milk crate with Doug on the back, and we're getting ready to take off. You yes. do as I, I say, not as don't I have role models. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, she still has role models. She's a 15 year old girl whose parents trust her, uh, trust no, us enough. You could yell at her. I just, at yeah. that moment, didn't, didn't think I could yell at her. You did not have the moral high ground on that one. <laughs> I mean, what if we wanted to go for a ride or something? And then that, that's what I said, too. I said, So, Jake, do you want to go ride my ninja? Yeah. Too bad you can't. You don't have any gear. Uh, she was like, Oh. oh. It's, it's, oh, she's not yeah. a voting age. If you're a voting age, you could like run yourself into a telephone pole. Yeah, it's, uh, that's yeah, how it works. Pretty much. But yeah, and, we're still yeah. gonna make fun of you, but you, it's oh, your yeah, choice. Totally. Yeah, her and her parents trust us enough to let her come and hang out. I don't sure. want. What is wrong with her parents? Yeah, I know. They're really. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, they're letting their teenager right around the garage. I missed. Okay. So it was tape. Don't worry. Nothing gross. So since Douglas tried to kill the XL. 175 and it's spewing oil out the <laughs> so side of the cylinder. It's coming out between the the piston chamber and the. Uh, it it might have been the hill climb so that that blew out the gasket. J- when well, I'm riding it yesterday, I'm thinking the the carb is is messed up. The main jet or the idle because it's revving high and then it's not no power under under um under load under load and then a stop and the rev the RPMs would go way up. Like what the hell is going on? And I'd adjust the main jet and the idle to get it going a little bit, uh, and it would happen again. And then I realized when I got back to camp that uh, the, there was oil and uh, exhaust spewing out the front of the engine, not in the good place. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, so see, you were so, revving and winding it out so much that you were causing the piston to lift the I valve think cover. It off. Was, I think what's happened was it was low on oil. It overheated because it's well, in the dirt. Well, now it was low on oil definitely afterwards. Well, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had someone who knows what they're talking about come here and look at it and says, well, it's probably warped. I think it warped when I was riding it because it was pushing it in the dirt with no air coming across the road. 
Yeah. Mm. So Jake goes. So it just kept feeding on itself yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and then we Jake goes to drain Change the oil today, oil. and about and it was like, half drip, of a cup drip. comes out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go Honda. At that point, the oil is holding it together a little. Bit. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that bike, it's a it's a beater, and I mean, we're already taking the engine apart in the frame. It's really easy to work on. I. We can beat the heck out of that. It's all yeah. right. Even yeah. yesterday, it's like, well, it's happening. So, can yeah. we keep? Want to keep going? Okay. Sure. TTR's busted. So. Uh. Why not? <laughs> Who else uh, worked on bikes today? Uh, Will came by. A guy I work with. He brought his uh, Harley Davidson over. Oh yeah. To it's, do some electrical stuff. It's an '80s Sportster. Sportster. '83. They all look the yeah. same to me. I don't know. <laughs> well, hey, Lucas, uh, you had a rumble today. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, rumble uh, in the Redwoods. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, um, what happened was I am a pretty prominent was. member on Bay Area Writers Forum. Sal uh, is raising her eyebrows. You're a prominent <laughs> member? Bullshit. Oh. Andrew, your eyes you are rolling back so hard. Head, like, I can hear him squish. Oh, like, oh my God. It was like your poster. body was following you. Oh, no. What, Prolific and prominent seconds? are not the same thing. Dude, okay, okay. Every, people know who I am. People know who I am. <laughs> oh my. Oh and, and it's right. People know who Turning off your mic. I, I am abyss on barf, and people <laughs> accuse me of basically being a poser. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Because um, they're not no, far off, Luke. <laughs> no, yeah. basically, they're like, okay, you talk so much shit, but I bet you don't even know how to ride. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I know how to ride. And they're like, no, you don't. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And it was like, no. I was like, no way. In the sandbox. having an argument on the internet. <laughs> let's let's start where it started wrong. Going. Everybody You're loses. having an argument on the internet, well, i.e. barf. So it, on. it escalated to the point where, like, um, Lee on barf is like, all right. Are dude, you sure? Is it I'll like? meet you at STP, and we'll go riding, and we'll see how good you really are. And I'm like, I, you know, so... <laughs> <laughs> you said this to the star one black man. We'll start. We'll start. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I showed up at SCP this morning at 11. Uh, you know, you're chilling for a little bit, and then we went riding. Our uh, route was... Well, for those of you who don't know, STP is the intersection of 35 and 84, also known where uh, Alice's is, the Alice's restaurant. Um, so basically, we started off there, went down 84 to Pescadero, Pescadero to Gazos Creek. Um, then we took that out to Highway 1, went to Davenport. Then we went uh, up Bonnie Dune to Pine Flat to Empire Grade, Jamison Creek. Uh, then we went to Boulder Creek. All the you way went for a ride. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a really long, really complicated ride. Um, but, you know, I think I did a really good job of proving myself. They like they probably thought I was a total buster. And uh, <laughs> I had to demonstrate, yeah, yeah, actually, guess what? I do sort of understand how to control a motorcycle. So, But I met a lot of really interesting people. Um, you know, I, re I was really grateful for the experience. I had a blast today, and um, Connie has inspired me to do some track days, and she wants me to go out for AFM, so I'm uh, pretty excited to go ahead and do that, you know, see where that takes me. Um, you might as well just set a pile of money on fire right now. <laughs> Well, yeah. that's, no, that's no, true about any crash. racing. The nice thing about AFM is for like it's like really cheap track days. Yeah. If yeah. you can afford yeah. the tires, you can just keep on going. That's really awesome. Yeah, about and it. and you know it sounds fun to me because you know I I've been primarily riding on the street, you know, and it would just and be awesome. Riding too to fast be, on the street, right? Yeah, it, you know, it'd be awesome to be out in my element. I really belong on the track. So, so. wait, you're saying you taught these guys a lesson that you now have taught them that you are not a stunner. You are now, you are now, you are a proficient no, I, in motorcycle. I am still the jigsaw rider. I actually approve of that. Yes. Hey, um, that can, can I see D your knee pucks? Yeah, you want to you look at my knee pucks? Did you, did you sand, is that sandpaper or did you break? No, no, no. That's a uh, belt sander. He bought those from Moto Bandito like that. <laughs> Yeah. So that is, you can get those from eBay for me. Yeah, um, I always thought it was funny. Uh, for a while, Hellamont was selling pre-scraped pre pucks. Yep. And I was like, uh, can I buy my tires that are pre-scrubbed too? Ooh, I'm really a badass. Uh, Burn out in a can. Like my tires with about an eighth of an inch of chicken strip, please. <laughs> it's a tire with a belt sander. It comes with an 80-grit belt sander. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get the edges all the way off. No chicken strip included. So then, then what happened? 
And did you? Know. We were kind did of you afraid that him? you were taking a knife to a gunfight. No, we, you were building it so like you it guys, was a real so rumble. You guys so showed each other your dicks, and you're like, okay, you got your dick. And that was yeah, us. You see, have P90s. How many people the only, the were riding? Was like, we went up uh, to Boulder Creek after going Empire Grade, um, and then Jeff, who's also known as Julia, is like, all right, I want you to lead. So I'm like, okay. So we went up Highway 9, we did our thing, and then um, as soon as we got to that point where it's like... They have those like kind of long straights. It's like a straight and then a turn and a straight and a turn, and then it gets into Just like the getting up to places. four corners. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the Santa Cruz side of Highway Nine, and um, <laughs> as soon as we started hitting that twisties, I'm like, I'm like. All right, let's do this shit. I was just like, bah! you know, like <laughs> until then we had been being pretty responsible, and I'm like, dude, fuck responsible. <laughs> I'm just gonna do this shit. I, I have hey, ridden with you when you're riding like a total cunt. It's it's kind of fun and it's yeah. crazy, but I understand. I was basically doing uh, that. Were you trying to get another three point ticket on your record? <laughs> yeah, can I remind you that you said I need to slow down? Yeah. So you bought a faster bike. Yeah. I thought you wanted to get a bus pass a couple months ago. <laughs> I don't know. That was like a week ago. Oh. Yes, yeah, but Andrew's going cross-eyed. His Multistrada, and as soon as I started lighting it up, I don't think he was able to really keep up. If he was on a Jixer, maybe he would have been behind me. But <laughs> I kind of, I kind of. This message rider, brought to you by yeah. Suzuki. He's probably yeah. in the back, like, look at that squid. Yeah, he's yeah, like, exactly. oh shit, I, I need to run some distance between me. I don't need to catch that. I don't want to run into that wreckage. Actually, like, I'm gonna let him get the ticket. Bubble here. Yeah, it was fun. All right. So we have special guests here today for our, our topic this week. And that's why Bagel and Lisa are here. We're doing a little mods and rockers. Now, I've said before, like, I don't wave at scooters, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. You don't okay. talk a finger to a scooter once you accidentally wave to afterwards. I felt dirty. Like, I've been cheating. <laughs> In the, waving the scooter trash. Some of those new scooters, the front end looks like a sport bike. I totally have the same disease. I waved at a scooter like two days ago. I felt really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And I'm like, oh my god, that's a scooter. You just scared the shit out of an old Chinese lady like getting groceries. That's what you did. I mean, <laughs> so... The, last week, uh, Bagel showed up with his scooter, and I'm like, does he know he's rolling into the snake pit? <laughs> but No, that's just you. Some of us don't mind scooters. Yeah, well, some of us well, don't well, care you know, what you ride. This is what, what, and you can give your version, but it's like, okay, tell me how cool they are. And the fact that your scooter goes 80... How many cc's? It's uh, technically it's 278 cc. You have more motorcycles that are smaller than that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you stole the argument I was going to throw out earlier. I'm not it. arguing. We're here because I want to get a little more educated about scooter community. We were talking earlier we about all? how mm. the Harley community, the dirt bike community, the street Sick riding community, community, the scooter community, one. <laughs> they're all different and none of them talk to the, the Polaris or the uh, the quad people. Yeah, we don't like quads. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who was bagging on quads is Antonio? Let's start and with... And everybody else who takes dirt seriously. Yeah. In lieu of mods and rockers, <laughs> Lucas has some interesting <laughs> trivia to share with yeah. us. Yeah. Um, um, time for a history dump, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to talk a little bit about uh, the mods and the rockers and their history, and you know, they they basically have a long history of uh, being, you know, antagonizing each other, being general enemies and everything. But who really are the mods? Who are the rockers? Um, basically. They, you know, developed out of the, you know, late 50s, early 60s in Britain, and their opposing styles kind of really came to a head at a certain point. Um, but let's just go ahead and talk about the mods. Um, basically, <clears throat> the mods were uh, representing the British middle class. You know, they were like today's hipsters. They were stuck up. They oh, were snobby. No, like and um, slanting here whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> and they were pretentious, and they were very interested in being... Uh, 
uh, avant-garde and fashionable. Um, Riding in suits. Yeah, exactly. And that's what they did. And they weren't they weren't exclu- they weren't really motorcycle community. They were more interested in scooters. Uh, the most common being the GT two hundred by Cambretta and a Vespa GS one sixty. So they were all like, "Oh yeah, I'm sick Lambretta. on a scooter and everything." <laughs> Where no, I'm fashionable yeah, and you guys Lambretta. Are okay, Lambretta. someone's <laughs> someone's handwriting these work. Don't blame right, me. Right. Um, Lambretta. Right. So basically, <laughs> Thank you. They, they they were all you know like you know scooter hipsters like we have today. Um, uh, no, they actually. We had class. Wow. We don't have class today. We have right. Motorcycle hipsters. Lisa, you can Probably jump in anytime yeah, you I want. Will, I will. I will. Yeah. Feel free okay. to And uh, basically, basically um, you know, they were part of the party scene. They were, you know, boozing and drugging and everything. They liked underground music, like they're hipsters. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they they liked jazz music, um, you know, folk, blues, ska, <laughs> that sort of stuff. Um, so you know, so basically. Today, Junior! <laughs> you know, uh, they became part of that subculture, you know, making their own fashion, trying to be, you know, cutting edge and everything. And they were the uh, direct enemies of the rockers, who uh, were pretty much what you would think of when you're thinking about icons of biker imagery, right? So, you know, the rockers were into. Rock and roll, obviously, they were they were like the British greasers, wearing the leather jackets and the uh, studded boots and everything like that. Uh, they're kind of yeah, so, uh, cafe curling, like, exactly blue collar instead of pretty like, pretty much. Collar. They they weren't you know as affluent. They were more underground. They were more edgy. Uh, they're like the British version of the Hell's Angels. Total total bad boys, working class. They were they were you know anti fashion. They were anti pretty much anything. Not Nice or fashionable, you know they 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 still had their own pose. Well, they they did have their own aesthetic, but it wasn't like you know let's try and be cool. It was more of just like this well, is the uniform we wear, you know, white white t shirt, black yeah, leather jacket, uniform. jeans, yeah. and they were basically you know the rolled up cigarettes in the shoulder, you name it, that kind of thing. That yeah, I, yeah. I actually had, was in um, England in the eighties enough to actually run into a whole bunch of them. Oh really? And yeah. they're um, entertaining guys, but yeah, a little bit more rough and rowdy. While, we, while the shark skin scooters, that's interesting because um, yeah. it says you know they, they mostly stayed away from drugs and alcohol, being pretty straight edge. I don't think minor threat. No, was yeah. no, <laughs> there was a lot of beer. They I'm sorry, they stayed away from the drugs, but they were definitely the, the alcohol. Drinkers, the alcohol, yeah, yeah they're drinkers. So who's true. been editing that Wikipedia? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know, but yeah, actually, it says they stuck mostly to Triumphs and Nortons. Uh, you know, classic British bikes, um, maybe sort of cafe style. Um, yeah, and, and basically <laughs> the whole mods versus rockers thing came to a head in 1964 in uh, Clacton in England. <laughs> Brighton. Um, Brighton. Okay, <laughs> I was just checking since someone's handwriting is terrible. Um, <laughs> there was a thousand, like thousands of people were brawling, um, both on the sides of the mods and the rockers. Basically, if you thought the mods were just a bunch of like effeminate pussies. hipster pussies, they turns out they're actually able to hold their own. So <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah, and uh, there was just a crapload of fighting in Brighton that lasted two whole days. What? So a brawl, pretty serious brawl. Tonight. And uh, I guess that is the inspiration for the mods versus rockers. They're like throwing American spirits at each other. There was a lot of people beaten up. You see some of the pictures of some of the guys that were like ape draped into a corner and beaten to the every inch of them. Yeah, but there was a lot of that, and it, it was pretty bad. And they based Quadrophenia and everything else on that. Yeah, Quadrophenia was around like 1964. Yeah, okay. and uh, Quadrophenia is a film, and it's based off the uh, Mods vs. Rockers Seaside Riots in Brighton. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely an interesting watch. Um, but yeah, basically just two different groups with, you know, somewhat opposing styles kind of got in each other's way and then it all ended in a tumultuous, violent, uh, upheaval. Ooh, tumultuous. That's a big word for you. Yeah, I'm really smart, ain't I? <laughs> ain't I? <laughs> cool. But yeah, that, uh, kind of sums up the 
history of mods versus rockers. And uh, today there are, are numerous rallies that happen throughout the world, probably, that have mods, mods versus rockers themes, which don't actually have the violence and animosity necessarily, but bring uh, motorcyclists and scooterists together just to sort of... Good-naturedly poke yes, fun Yes, good-natured poke, poke fun of one another. They're celebrating yeah. the heritage. And, it's totally and also, time. And, oh, and the reason... I missed out a couple of Mods, Mods versus Rockers in San Francisco yeah. was just absolutely insane fun. Not officially. Not officially. Typically is what happens. That's like the naked ride for us. Stockton Tunnel. Oh, yeah, that's right. They come in from both sides. As well as the... It's just... MCSF have also helped out. Oh, no, that's towards the bars. Never mind. Sorry. So, a, another excuse to drink in a lot of the ways, but yes. <laughs> so, keep tra- keep talking. Okay. So, um, about uh, mods versus rockers, or uh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, I haven't heard if there's going to be one this year. Uh, usually there is. Uh, Maybe planned on short notice. We'll find out, I guess. Um, but uh, I know they have them in. Uh, I think doesn't Cleveland have one? And there are several several yeah, different Cleveland cities around has the country. One in... August, I think. We're hoping to go. Well, oh, nice. In San Francisco, they do the two different groups. Where yes. They have the rockers right. go one way, and the mods go another, and then they they meet up at clash. the Stockton Tunnel, right? And then and turn into like, this big brawl. loop going back and forth through the tunnel, and tires burning, and engines revving, and wheelies, and pedestrians and running for their lives, <laughs> and, and tourists <laughs> going, "Oh my God, I'm in a it's war insane. zone." Doesn't the local constabulary have some kind of thing where they're kind of looking out for that kind of thing now? Um, I heard it's a wheelie scooter. Um, they they t- when they when they find out they typically don't uh, look upon it too kindly and uh, try to shut it down pretty quickly um, but usually the uh, riders tend to be fairly quickly or qu- fairly quick about uh, getting out of getting out of there and mo- getting on their way quick and dispersal yes yeah, and if you don't you get lost like I did that the first time I went yeah I got out too late out of the tunnel <laughs> and I was like where is everybody they all took off so then I had to go back to the Scooter club or motorcycle club. You don't have to be the quickest one, just not the slowest one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the important part. I'll tell you, the first year I did it, one thing that pissed me off, because we take off and we were doing a lot of these little hills and stuff, and going downhill, these fucking scooters were passing me. <laughs> on like the downhill twisties. You mad, bro. And I was, was like... That, me? that was me, wasn't it? I'm like, what the fuck? Well, right? that's one Short of the... wheelbase, uh, small diameter tires, yeah. insane Lightweight. attitudes. Yeah, and not You'd giving be amazed a fuck. How fast. <laughs> You would well, be amazed how fast crazy it is. Right, that's, yeah. that's one of the what's one of the advantages to scooters is that because they're so light and have short wheel wheelbases, they're very nimble, which makes them excellent for uh, cornering and in curves and twisties, mm-hmm. which is why we love riding them up in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Yeah, one, one of the motorcycle rallies where I was, there was a lot of scooters up or in the group. I was going fast on my Ducati, feeling like I was being like the fastest rider, and suddenly there's this guy with a Hawaiian shirt on. <laughs> He's got a drink holder with my tie on the front of his scooter, and he's passing me on the inside, going. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh. And he Your manhood was violated right there. Yeah, well, he, had, he, had a, he had a brown like fedora on. I'm like, watching him pass me. He's like, hey guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hi. Nice day. Got my my tie. I'm off. So. So as soon as you get to the straightaway. Yeah, I passed. Well, not even the straightaway. So we had a um, (laughs) couple members of the vampires have been scooterists in the past, and we had one that was particularly flavored crazy. That we would any (laughs) ride that we would have to go to that we would be bored at, such as some of the Harley rides around here. We would give him the instruction of, "I want you to leave last, and I want you to come in first. (laughs) Nice. And he would every single time in a a modified P two hundred. I know who that was too. No, no, no. No, I know who it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, yes. yeah the, the scooter that could pull 110, 120. <laughs> yeah, scary as hell. Yes. So, since I don't know scooters that well, let's start with you. Lisa, tell me what scooter you own now and what you've owned in the past. Uh, I have an ET4. Vespa? I think it's a, a, a Vespa. I think it's a 2005 ET4, which is um, not made anymore, so I guess it's considered middle school. But uh, I think I had a Honda Elite. I had a little Honda 250 for a while. I had a Bajaj for a while. But once I got the Vespa, that was it. I wrecked a Honda 250 Elite before. Or I don't know it was like a 
That was my first wreck. <laughs> oh man, first of many. So, yeah. and how about you, Bagel? Um, I have, I have, I still own every motor scooter that I have bought except for one. That was a project bike that I never even worked on and never got running, so I just sold it. Um, I started out on a 1965 Heinkel Tourist, which is an old wow. German scooter. Wow. Um, I found it in a barn in Massachusetts. With is that my, the white one? Uh, yeah, the tan one. That's one I met yep. you on. Um, I, from there, I got a uh, 1979 Vespa P200, which uh, both of those bikes carried me around to many, many rallies on the East Coast when I first got into uh, into scootering. Then um, after that, I went to Germany for a year, bought a, uh, another Heinkel Tourist in 1958. Um, since then, I've I've bought uh, several other bikes, including a uh, Salvage 2007 Vespa GTS, which is my Cannonball bike, which I ride the scooter nice. Cannonball scooter Cannonball run on, uh, which I'll be riding that bike for the fourth time on the Cannonball this year. And oh, the scooter Cannonball run is a coast to coast endurance ride on scooters that are <laughs> 250 cc's or less. Mm. And uh, this year we are riding from Hyder, Alaska to New Orleans what? in 11 days. Nice. Yay. Nice. And I'm going to be riding up to Hyder. Yeah, awesome. From here. Okay, that gained some points with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Possibly. Yeah. No, it doesn't have glasses. All right. So. Um, That's his name. <laughs> no, his name is Max and er. So tell me some other totally badass scooter things. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's see. Uh, you were talking about dirt tracking earlier. Um, there was a rally that I went to, uh, I think in 93 or so, up in New York, where um, we, well, normally we, we had this, this rally at this campground that would kind of let us do whatever, and, you know, we had great, crazy times there. But then they either closed down or didn't invite us back. So then we, uh, the, the scooter club ended up getting a, a campsite at a KOA campground. Well, that didn't work out so well, and they told us Friday night that we had to leave first thing Saturday morning. So we thought the rally was going to be over until at the last second somebody found this combination campground, apple orchard, bar, and dirt track. That was perfect for the rally. So everybody packed up and headed over there, set up camp, and there was supposed to be a motocross event that night. Well, the the teams never showed up, and there were people there from like some sort of dirt bike magazines that were there to like take pictures and write an article and everything, and they had nothing to cover. They said, "Well, you guys want to take your scooters on the track?" And we'd already had a couple of beers already at that point. We're like, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea." So we so we took our bikes on the track, and we we're riding these scooters around this dirt track. And there's this big berm in the middle where you can catch some pretty serious air on. So I'm like, "Hey." I, that sounds like fun. Let's do it. <laughs> so every time I went over, I got a little bit more air, and uh, didn't actually didn't wipe out. And this was on street tires, mind you. <laughs> and we we had a blast just going around for like an hour, and um, and didn't have any serious incidents, thankfully. Although a week or so later, for some reason, my front wheel bearing disintegrated <laughs> on me on my way down to Washington D.C. But yeah. <laughs> odd. So yeah, um, you're mentioning the rallies. Um, oh yeah, that's one thing I think. Um, I think Liza might like a little education on is the difference between a scooter rally and the motorcycling rally. Mm-hmm. That scooter rallies tend to be these multi-day events. Right. Typical scooter rally is uh, you'll have a, it'll be based over a weekend. People will show up on a Friday night. They'll have some sort of a meet and greet, uh, or if it's a camping rally, everybody will show up at the campsite and pitch their tents and start partying Friday night. <laughs> Saturday, you'll usually start off with a, a group ride, usually a fairly long ride that goes somewhere where you meet up for lunch, and um, and then there might be a you know, contest in the afternoon like a gymkhana or slow race. Nice. Uh, you know, Some other stupid Kata. scooter games, you know, <laughs> and uh, and then Friday night, you know, the, or Saturday night, there'll be a band, uh, more partying, revelry, that kind of stuff. And on Sunday, usually there'd be another uh, morning ride to uh, to either breakfast place or, uh, you know, or a longer ride to, uh, you know, go somewhere else for lunch. And then everybody kind of uh, heads home from there. So it, it, it it's it's a it's a fairly fairly large weekend event. Um, well, and it's each a raffle. Right? That's right. Some some rallies have raffles too, uh, where you have you have sponsorships, uh, where uh, various scooter shops will send 
different pieces of, of you know merchandise to uh, to the club to help fund the event and um, so they'll be listed as sponsors and the club raffles off the merchandise to everybody that attends and everybody has a great time <laughs> actually one of the weirdest things about running motorcycle rallies with scooters is I learned really quickly that if you're making a rally where you're having scooters on it you have to make sure that there's not too many bars along the way because if there's too many bars <laughs> they will never finish the ride because they'll be stopping along the way yeah yeah you're, you're laughing yes. but you know it's true yes right and that's why like, it's funny yeah he's like ha ha ha, ha, ha. no 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 make sure because I mean if there's too many bars along the way they're not going to end the rally they'll be like where'd they go they disappeared oh there were six bars there, along the way there are, ah. there are some scooters who have a propensity for drinking that's for sure mm -hmm. so we talk about how uh, waving at other motorcyclists and how yes. like so do you guys wave at Bergman's at Raz's at do you, where do you draw the line? Personally, I wave to everyone on two wheels, whether yeah. it's a motorcycle or a moped or a scooter okay. or, or whatever, because I figure we have lots in common with, with anybody else on two wheels, more than maybe with anybody on four wheels. And if you know if somebody is out there broken down by the side of the road, I'm willing to stop and help them out, and I would hope that they'd be willing to do the same for me. So I figure you know we're a community. We may ride different vehicles, but we all have the same shared interest. Okay. Two wheels and a motor. So... Cool. That excludes five wheels, right? Yes. There's a five wheeler. Yeah. Let's let's have Bagel talk about the five wheeler. There. I'm trying to remember what it was called. There. <laughs> let's not call it. Let's well, just... there there was a kit that you could buy for your motorcycle where it puts these two extra uh, wheels. Oh, I know. We talk about the MP3. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. The, it MP3. Became, the MP3 became an MP5. Yeah. yeah. And it's 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 like having a sidecar on both sides of your motorcycle. Yeah. And I, I rode this thing once in a parking lot and I did not want to it ride it anymore. It doesn't. It's like a car. Actually, it's, it adds about 250 pounds I think to the weight of the bike um, and and deprives it of any handling whatsoever. Yeah. Why, it's the it's it's Why do it? Right? Yeah. I actually know a mechanic who worked on one I, of these. I, I think the point is yeah. to say is that there are some that we don't you know necessarily want to give the thumbs up to but as Vagel says you know he would he would give the thumbs up to just about anybody who's on wheel, two wheels. And, yeah. and I think the that's day, important or because, or three, or three. because, you know, we do have more in common than we have, you know, the common, you know, two wheels. But so, Lisa, I got a question for you. Why scooters over motorcycles? Um, I really like the scooter community. You've owned motorcycles, though. Uh, owned or ridden? Ridden. So I've ridden, but I mean, it was a long time ago, and uh, but I definitely think that, um, you know, I love my scooter. I don't know, it's just one of those things, you know, you love your bike, and uh, and and so it doesn't really matter what bike it is. If you love your bike, you love your bike, and that's but but definitely the scooter community is fun. They're very uh, close, and they have a lot of fun things that they do, and so I, I like that. Do you go to many events? where there are scooters and motorcycles combined or is there still this whole mods and rockers separation no you know? i mean uh today um we were riding with motorcycles if they you oh know, you guys were to both there too i didn't notice you I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was a different motorcycle. <laughs> and uh, but I do think that I think I think a lot of people say about the scooter community that you know Vespa riders are a lot like the Harleys of the motorcycles and they're kind of a little bit pretentious. No, we respect scooters much more than Harleys. Uh, yeah. yeah, no kidding. So so you know it's funny with the Harley riders though. Sometimes you know if they're over forty, they're going to give a thumbs up. If they're not, they're not. And so Harley riders like are very inconsistent when waving well here's well, here's the thing there there is there's there's a generation gap among harley riders that i have found to, found to be true that the older harley guys they're the ones who started out on cushman vespas back in the 60s right. and that was their first bike yeah. and from there they progressed to harleys and been riding harleys ever since but they still have that soft spot for scooters they see somebody on the scooter like hey man i like scooters that's great but you get you know these new guys that are all decked out in their harley davidson tm brand leathers <laughs> George Thorogood blasting in their those mind. Are the yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah, those are the guys that never wave and uh, don't, don't even look at you. I got so, a question. Yeah. I'm not saying you guys don't, and I know that some motorcyclists do this too, but I never see scooter riders wearing gear. The ground is yeah. still as hard as it is with any other vehicle I, you're in. I, What's I the deal agree. with that? I, there, 
Jack. I know. I'm just. I'm yeah, saying, at the beginning. Well, I'm not saying you guys don't do it. There, there's a perception that scooters are harmless among <laughs> the public in general. Yeah. So a lot of people who buy scooters for the first time think, oh, it's just like riding a bicycle. It just has a motor, you know, and it's not not that dangerous. But yeah. yeah, you're right. The pavement is just as hard yeah. no matter what you're I've riding. I've actually had problems when I pull up on my scooter and I've got leathers on and armor, and people have gone, oh. You're riding that, wearing that is ridicule. They're like laughing and going, mm -hmm. "Why are you wearing protection on leathers when you're riding but, a scooter?" Well, here's here's the thing, like, like there's there's the idea that if you're on a motorcycle, you're doing motorcycle things, being a badass. But as a scooter, it's seen as a legit form of transportation. So there's like a divide between scooter culture and just people commuting. Is it just like, it's oh, like nobody wants like, to talk about it? I think it's yeah, weird. it doesn't exist. I or? think it's weird in the fact that like women's bicycles, you can pass they're like to the frame. And I think it's almost a weird sexism going on in the fact that scooters, you can pass your leg through the frame, and it's almost the equivalence. It's weird oh, and stupid in my mind. <laughs> I've yeah, never thought, thought of it about. that way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've seen other people do it that way. There, it's like, there you could can pass be your leg through it. some perception of that in, in general in the public. But I, I think I think it's just that people just don't treat it as seriously riding a scooter versus riding a motorcycle. Tiny wheel. Is that is yeah. that no, no, people no, no, no. on the outside looking no, in, no. or is it the scooter riders themselves not taking themselves seriously? No, well, I both. no, both, I think yeah. that there definitely is a history with with the scooters and that they were definitely made for somebody who was wearing a suit. The leg yeah. shield protected you from the dirt. It was supposed yeah, to be made right, for like true. what? So 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 there is there is that right. that history of that you could wear a suit and. Take it, a skirt. right? And so it, skirt, you know yeah. that comes with it. And but I do think that it is a very casual, a casual thing. You'll see people with with flip flops on and Hawaiian shirts. Andrew yeah. mentioned earlier, and I think that's because it is kind of this laid back, kind of relaxed, kind of attitude about riding. Not just not just you know. I mean, sixty miles an hour is sixty miles an hour. It doesn't matter. I mean, what you're riding, you could be riding a bicycle, and, it, and you're still going to hit sixty miles an hour on the ground. I, mean, it, I think it has kind of more of the attitude. I definitely wear everything, but that's because my stepfather is a doctor, and they kind of you know lay that trip on me. <laughs> but but you know it, it makes sense. I mean, if you're riding with a lot of people, and you're more likely to be in an accident, I guess, you know, that I, I tend to wear more protection when I'm riding with people. But if I'm on my own, I'm heading over to Zanato's to pick up my favorite salad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wear tennis shoes or vans or so uh, the, no gear, all the gear all the time doesn't the really helmet apply. Is no required. At get. At get. Well, I, I personally wear pretty much all the gear. I don't I don't only wear riding pants if I'm going on a long trip, but otherwise I always wear a jacket, gloves, helmet, and boots. Uh, but that's because he gets cold. <laughs> yes, I am sensitive like that. <laughs> you have Whereas to me, I'm having a hot flash like every 15 minutes. If I'm cold, I just wait, and any moment now it's going to change. You have to have a motorcycle license to ride a scooter. Unless it's got pedals on it, you got a moped license. Otherwise, in California, California, you have to have a motorcycle license. It's classified as a motorcycle. Well, you know, there's an M1 and M2 license, and the people who ride scooters have M2 licenses. Yeah, no. that's... No. no. Not necessarily. No. M2 is 50cc's only. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought it was 150cc. No, no. no. M2 is 50cc. 49 and lower. And in fact, I think yeah. they may have changed that lately. Exactly. They away with it entirely. They waved it all the way together. Last I checked, they removed when it. When I took my motorcycle license, it was 150cc's no. less. It was 149. No. Well, you do that? 100 that was like three years ago. It's just recently. I know. Yeah. Well, they may they may not have been entirely aware of the laws, but it's it's fifty cc's or less is what the M two was. Mm -hmm. um, and I think but now one hundred and fifty one hundred and fifty cc's and higher is freeway legal in California. Really? Yeah, because what I recall is that uh, forty nine cc's and less, you don't need a license. Like that's like moped territory. One hundred and forty nine and less, you need an M two, and one hundred and fifty and up, you need an M one. And that was like 2011. So I don't know I don't if they've changed so. since then. I'm I don't think so. But pretty that, sure it was that's the way I recall it. I could be wrong, but I'm fairly sure. But in any event, Jake, I think they've done away with it. Jake but. doesn't need a license, and she's on a 49cc. What's well, a moped? Yeah, I thought See? we determined it's that a moped. She that's yeah, not you considered don't need a license for moped. That's right. a moped, moped is different. Okay. Yeah, that's moped 49cc less. You don't need a license. That's what. I'm well, saying. no, it, it's the rules, the pedals. Right. If it's you can pedal it, you're missing that one part I, of the like equation. It has to have pedals. Right. Right. Yeah, pedals that drive the vehicle. Yes, moped has to move. Right. A moped has to have pedals and an automatic transmission. Right. 
for California. What if you took a scooter and just like glued some pedals to it? Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one thing I you, like the way you're thinking about this. This is my idea. Actually, says drive the wheels. One thing that you guys said that I like is you're referring to the scooter community, and I think part of the reason I never thought of scooters as people too is because. <laughs> Is because I think of scooters as lone people just commuting. It's not a community thing. Yeah. So you're saying it's a community. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, well, maybe I'll be a little more discerning. But I want to know within that community. Yeah, so where's the elitism within that community, really? <laughs> well, there in. are many layers. I mean, what, what is considered... <laughs> well, you love self-corker yeah, stuff. Right, Good. Yeah. Well, you, you, you do have a lot of very casual scooter riders, somebody who just went, who just bought a scooter just to, you know, do their little errands or commuting so, and stuff. good point. What's a so, good starting scooter? Can, can I interject well, something? Sure. Could you tell everybody the difference between a motorcycle and a scooter? Okay. Because uh, a friend of mine had one, and I sat on it, and I'm like... How do I make this count? <laughs> right. Well, the, there are a couple of, of, of uh, typical differences between motorcycles and scooters. First of all, scooters typically have a step-through design where you can swing your feet through the frame from right to left, where there's uh, the engine is separated from the front fork. That's and, the part you, that freaks me out. Right. And you can put your feet on the, on the floorboards instead of on pegs. Um, another, another typical characteristic is that there will be a leg shield in front of you, which keeps the road grime and water and stuff off of you while you're riding. Riding, um, as so opposed to, to wear pants. most motorcycles. I personally feel more comfortable with something big between my legs. Okay. I understand. I understand. But another another typical character. Another typical characteristic is scooters tend to have fairly small wheels, typically ten to twelve inch wheels, which are much smaller than most motorcycles. And so these characteristics they they vary from one bike to another. Some scooters have larger wheels. Some may not necessarily have a step through design. Yeah, I have a question: Are that's smaller good. wheels more economical, and that's why? they're utilized by scooters? Um, yes and no. Uh, the The tires are cheaper, but you go through them faster because because they have to spin faster well, for the same distance. wheels were of like having smaller sprockets. You well, get more revolutions per the same amount of... Uh, yeah, right, they'll go around uh, faster. The same what, cycles. Um, from what I understand, the original scooter designs are mostly based from the Italian designs, Vespa and everything like that. And most of it's due to the fact that motorcycles and scooters became very popular after World War II. All their roads were bombed to hell. They were craters. And if you've ever been in Italy... They didn't have you know, supermotos back then? No, no. <laughs> but they did have uh, really crappy roads. They had little tiny roads. And the nice thing about little tiny wheels is you get around the big gigantic craters from bombs right. really and that, easy. And that's one of the, 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 the great handling characteristics of scooters is that they're exceptionally nimble. And you can just you, you steer them by thinking, pretty much. Um, you, don't even, you don't even have to look. You just have to think where you want to go and the scooter will just go there. So, scooters are more utilitarian in that they represent your average person and ease of access and rideability and you, you know, got some privilege coming through there. And the well, no, but that's 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 pretty much what their original intent was: is that your utilitarian city. vehicles for people, people to run errands and get about in their daily get lives. People around on two wheels. Right. It was it was cheap transportation post World War II because they had very few resources and needed something cheap that they could get around on. Has everyone here ridden a scooter? Yeah. No. Yes. I, I have never oh, ridden a scooter. Not on purpose. That shocks me. As, a, as anybody who's right ridden a motorcycle, yeah. the moment you get on a scooter, you just turn into a total ass. It's so <laughs> awesome. It's so awesome. No, I think it happens just, when you oh, get man. on a bike you, you, as well. Like, the, your ability to give a fuck just completely diminishes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like when we went by that Miata today, right? I mean, she's trying to pass somebody. It's a one-lane thing, and she's trying to pass a car and when I'm coming by her I mean you know we're skinny with little bikes right yeah but yeah she she was definitely does, in the wrong spot does your scooter have a clutch mine no but some do well it has it does have a clutch but not yes. one that you, you operate with your hand it has a centrifugal clutch right. in the automatic scooters that is uh, the modern, we don't count that right modern scooters are, are <laughs> pretty much all automatic at, these, at this point um, vintage scooters typically do have clutches and, and geared transmissions we were talking um, vintage like 1994 uh, last Sunday when you were here I was asking 76 why is it that there are no uh, manual transmission scooters and you're telling me there's no market for that it's economically inviolable right because because the scooter market 
market is relatively small compared to other two-wheeled vehicles. They had to make a decision whether they wanted to go with automatic scooters or manual scooters because the, the, the cost of production didn't justify having both. Mm -hmm. And because there's more of a market for automatic scooters, all the manufacturers went over to making automatics but one after the other. But would you say that that happened when they went from two-stroke to four-stroke? Well, it happened around that same time, but you had you had automatic scooters back all the way back into the late '50s, early '60s. Um, yeah, but for coming here to California, well, the, or the, United States. Well, the, the, the switch to four-stroke was was largely driven by California's emissions laws. Um, that's what the, the California's emissions laws basically made Vespa pull out of the United States back in the '80s. Uh, they stopped selling scooters in California, I think, in 1983. And and they stopped selling them outright in the United States in 1985 yeah. uh, because California was one of the biggest markets and with the new EPA laws there was just no way that they could get around them with a two-stroke engine uh, with a what was at that point almost a 40-year-old design. Isn't it true that scooters are better for beer runs? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, they they have enormous carrying capacity compared to most motorcycles. Um, They're easier uh, to ride drunk. My, my, uh, well, I, I don't recommend that. Give but you a run for your money for sheer hauling capabilities. You know what? Yes. That would be a good thing to have at the next rally. Yes. In fact, it, mods rockers have a contest about who can haul back. Yeah. My my uh, my six uh, the the Heinkel scooters actually have a little rack on the front leg shield that folds down that people have dubbed it a 12-pack rack because it's the perfect size to fit a 12-pack on. <laughs> there are racks on the back of most most scooters where you can carry stuff. There's a hook on the front of the leg shield where you can add you know, carry more more things. I mean, I I frequently buy 100, 100 plus dollars worth of groceries and carry it home on my one of my scooters. Does, nice. does that make yes, it, like, that reduces Vespa's its top speed to like 20 miles an hour? No, not at all. <laughs> With their whole family on it. So, in lieu of the mods and rockers and, and, and scooters, talking about scooters today, Bagel's going to do the Craigslist porn pick of the week, and you were going to find a scooter deal for somebody. Yes, I did, and this is quite the deal. Let's see what you This is a 1979 Vespa P200 nice. being sold for the whopping sum of $175. This is, this is in the Portola District of San Francisco. Oh. Now, before you start say, telling people to shut up and take your money, let me read you the article here. It says, up for sale is a total crapper P200 that ended up in our hands. The previous owner apparently bought it new in 1979, then crashed it and let it sit outside for the next billion years. So it's rusting away. Holes in the floorboard and other places. After getting it, I pulled the carb, disassembled and cleaned it, and it fires right up. Idles like a champ and revs out. Crank bearings feel solid, no play. Gas tank holds, was stored with gas, so it's savable. Wheel bearings are good, lots of usable parts on this bad boy. Basically, you're getting a solid motor for 175 bucks. Come get it so I don't have to look at it. We'll trade for a moped, Pook, Derby, Saxon, Rally, Honda, Hobbit, etc. That sounds like a great deal, though. That actually really does sound like a good deal. No, it's just some. Are you, you going to get it? Uh, you know, if I had a place to store it, I would be heading up there right after we wrap this podcast up. But. I love my P200. But I have, I, I, all of my stuff is in the storage area right now, so I have no place to put it. So, I, I mean, I'm glad you guys came down and had this conversation. I, I, I am going to be a little more inclusive. I would love some time if maybe mm. we can do some scooter test rides. Yeah, I want to sure. try. Yeah, we should definitely do that. I'll bring my twist and go. You'll have a you'll have a smile ear to ear. It's it's ridiculous. I want to drag me. We have a great picture you of Douglas on a Honda Elite gonna... with no helmet on, uh, yeah. being ear to ear. And, <laughs> is that and possible? We'll let, we'll teach you guys how to ride the Trail Seventies. Cool. That sounds good. They have little wheels and a centrifugal clutch. Nice. And actually, I would like to invite you guys to come up to our rally, because Lisa and I are both in the Vespa Club Los Gatos, and we are having our 25th anniversary rally this May, the uh, first weekend in May. I think it's the 3rd to the 5th, if I'm not mistaken. race weekend. What's that? That's race weekend. First weekend in May? Yes. So if you're not going to race weekend, we'd love to have you. Well, to other people listening... If you want more info about that, how can they find out about it, Megan? 
Okay. Um, you can contact us on Facebook, Recycle Santa Cruz. Um, our email address is RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. Our website is MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. And we have a YouTube page that's just Recycle, right? Recycle Santa Cruz. I, I really need to find that out. You really need to find that out. It's only been, what, four weeks now? On YouTube, that's the name of the channel. Re is it Re-Cycle or Recycle? I'm pretty sure it's just Recycle. Recycle Santa Cruz. You'll, you'll find it if you just search it. Don't okay. check. Okay, yeah. Um, and that's how you get a hold of us. And I'd like to say we now have t-shirts available. Um, if you're like one of our lovely Motorcycles and Misfits t-shirts. Buy our swag. Buy it. Swag. <laughs> it's $20 Yolo. plus shipping. I think most places in the U.S. I can ship for like 7 bucks. No, nah, it looks good. I'm going to pick some up when I go. Awesome. Me too. And um, you can email me at the RecycleMotorcycleGarage recycle recycle at gmail.com <laughs> to arrange to buy a shirt. Um, I want to thank you guys for coming out that that was good i am Thanks trying to open my mind to all <laughs> kinds of riding i'm now more inclusive of dirt and scooters um so maybe if you wave to liza she won't give you the finger <laughs> <laughs> i always Everyone. wave also uh make sure to check out my youtube page tenebrousabyss t-e-n-e-b-r-o-u-s-a-b-y-s-s -E -E why did you pick such a horrible do you have the race yeah. footage have you heard of from this weekend is that what happened yeah. i just released a new film you guys will love it Light beef it's awesome um zoe Watch if you're it. listening to this can you just put a link uh to his uh youtube page yes, please. on our website so please. we can It'll stop saying that so we can get him to <laughs> so thanks again for coming. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I think we're done. Did you have anything last minute to say? I just want to say thanks for having us over, and uh, we'd love to do this again. As we we barely scratched the surface when it comes to scooters. Uh, okay. Mm. Okay. So thanks again. This is Liza, Doug, Adrian, Sally, Megan, Doug, Bagel, and Lisa, Andrew. Lucas. And we out. Go, go. Yeah.